Hello and welcome to the Reviews for Views podcast, the show where we discuss our views on movies and reviews on life. Today we are reviewing Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I'm your co-host, Moriani, and we'll just uh, go straight into the rating. What do you think? Yeah, um, for me, uh, it's it was an exceptionally well-made movie. Story-wise, the cinematography, um, and it's an animation, so the aspects of animation in itself, it showed how much work uh, Marvel put into this movie. Um, and apparently there were about 1,600 cartoonists who actually yeah, animated. created so yeah, animated this. And yeah, it just shows the depth uh, they went into. And I, and that, I think, really was portrayed um, in, in the cinema um, where I saw it. And a few days ago, I, I rewatched it, and it's just as good as ever uh, it's been from the beginning. Um, yeah, so for me, uh, I, I would give a really high rating, um, about like an 8, maybe, 7.5, 8. Um, I mean, it's again, um, it's again a animation, and I think that aspect. I know if this is the perception of uh, of my my perception, or if it's many people, um, people don't tend to rate take it animations as yeah, a no, you're right. yeah, take it seriously. And in that sense, I think that's why um, if you compare it with other animations, maybe it goes up to like a nine, but because it's a movie, I think it, that animation aspect just <laughs> drops a bit. Um, but yeah, uh, I'll give it an eight. Yeah. I think that's fair. Um, I would be veering towards a nine, but I'll say 8.5. So, I mean, yeah, it was an, an excellent film. I've probably seen it when sick five times at least and <laughs> every time you watch it you get you get something new and for sure the mm-hmm. animation was was excellent and it has this unique characteristic because it was animated on every other frame so that means that it um, had one frame that was static and then one frame that was moving and that creates this comic book like effect and it wasn't even there the whole time. Sometimes, depending on the situation, the movement would be more fluid. So like, for, yeah. if you take an example of the time when Miles learns to web swing for the first time, his movement is animated in twos while Peter B. Parker is animated in ones. So that kind of level of detail really yeah. uh, put the movie to another level. Yeah, totally agree. Um, I think, I, and another thing is not only um, the advancement in the animation in itself i think the storyline it's such a strong story um everything's there from the character analysis of each individual spider-mans we get introduced to the flow is smooth you have a certain villain there as well and also um one thing i rate highly of this movie is how from the start to finish um there's actually very little to actually criticize on in terms of the story structuring maybe there could have been a few changes uh, which might have improved uh, the movie a bit but I, I don't think there was this drastic change needed for the movie to improve because it was at an exceptional level so I think um, for example uh, taking into account the villain one thing I really liked about the film was how 
the villain in itself is also a sympathetic character. Mm. Um, and you have that backstory towards the villain as well. And, I, I, and you don't get to see so much of this uh, backstory of the villain in uh, many movies, um, in many superhero movies, um, as in you can check the Avengers, maybe Avengers to a certain extent, but even that you don't have as much, there isn't much detail gone into it, it's just the bad guy. But um, And other various other superhero movies, I also think they don't... Uh, emphasize enough on why this villain has become this way but in this movie because you have that explanation uh as viewers you feel sympathetic for the villain as well but also you understand why the story is going in this direction so um and, and in that sense i think the structure was uh the narrative in itself flowed really well and the storyline was just yeah exceptional for sure. I mean, it's very subtle the way that they explain the motivations for the main villain, but it's subtle enough and it's present enough so that um, yeah. Kingpin isn't just, oh, I'm the bad guy and I want to destroy yeah. the world, which we see all too often, mm -hmm. especially in superhero movies. Yeah. And again, the, um, in animation movies, um, in terms of animation, mostly it's out of this world you could say it's something which is created in our imagination and in that sense i think that's why to a certain extent animations are rated less compared to other movies because um it's basically just our imaginations and it's a whole different world and in that sense audience don't can't relate much but i think in this movie despite there being uh that that special aspect of an animation being very out of this world. But there were also areas in terms of the characters where we can actually relate to them and be more personal. And in that sense, I thought the movie did exceptionally well. And in that sense, again, the audience, making the audience relate to each individual character, that strong bond actually uh, creates a much stronger um, Re realistic presence into the movie yeah definitely i mean i think the character arc and the relationship arc of miles and his dad is probably one of the best written father-son relationships i've seen in movies uh there's a an establishment of what the situation is like before yeah. the drastic change to his life and after the drastic change to his life i mean he even says in that um, scene where he's strapped up in a chair in his web and he can't speak and his dad's on the other side of the door mm -hmm. you don't have to say i love you back and that's just smart writing i mean at the beginning there was that whole scene making a big deal out of it and when you're watching it the first time you may think like what are they doing wasting time with this with this scene like okay yeah. it's funny but what does it do but at the end there is a payoff and it does mm -hmm. help to further the writing of those characters yeah yeah, certainly um, those small bits and pieces actually later on we understand how it builds onto the emotions and in that sense yeah I, I really enjoyed it um, well, well other than that um, one interesting thing was um, I would say the six I think six or seven uh, or seven I think different spider-man characters being introduced yeah and each having their individual stories as I said before, 
it wasn't only the villain who had that backstory which made an exception but that all every each individual spider-man had their own story and that that whole emotional bond um was really um you could say really relatable for us as viewers because there's so many different um you could say characteristics each individual holds but then by having um and but ha by having like a broader span of characters instead of focusing on one um at each viewer can i think a large range of viewers can actually relate once again relate to the characters so that i think that relationship between the movie and the audience is very important in every film but in this film they they did it exceptionally well uh, despite it being an animation um that i think it's because it's known to be one of the best animations ever created and it has one i think it has one in oscar for yeah. being the best animation as well so yeah i think they totally deserve it and in that terms um i i do really highly rate this movie it was definitely a difficult task to have so many characters and make them yeah. all compelling to an extent uh, i think miles morales and peter b parker were of course the most well fleshed out but you did also have some greater depth than some of the other characters uh like uh spider-man yeah. noir had some depth um even the, the character silly as peter porker had a a yeah. role in the story as comedic relief but i think they get a little bit lost in the sauce because it's obviously not going to not every single character is going to be a, a masterpiece when you have so many yeah and it does slightly feel like those moments where they want you to feel emotionally attached to the other spider people other than the main three are more difficult to sell yeah yeah definitely um i do think um there was an aspect of you could say struggle uh maybe in in areas where maybe it was too much uh, for the audience to actually handle because an audience can't handle six different diverse characters at once i think uh, and in that terms yeah maybe you could argue that it was a bit too much but again each but because the six characters were so well created um and well structured um and their chemistry was so well created I, I do think that those little bits and pieces where you might feel it's a bit off um is is actually covered by their uh, exceptional chemistry shown between the uh different relationships and going on from that point of diversity i think it was a special occurrence to not only have such diverse characters from uh, the perspective of the story but also from the perspective of what those characters are presented like you were saying they act as uh, symbols that people from those potential backgrounds can relate to better yeah um yeah i do think uh, moving into the diversity aspects uh the different characters um as, as shown each individual character represents something um, and I think it represents our society as a whole um, first of all having a African-American um, African-American um, 
Spider-Man as your main character was something new and out of the box, especially at, I think this was created at 2018, so ex especially at that time. I mean, these days, you do feel that there are some aspects of um, enforcement into movies where you don't actually require an African-American actor, but they do seem yeah, to put in that character forcefully. Yeah, but um, at this point, because the, um, maybe... It was a it was a new risk you could say and a new approach, which actually suited really well. And again, um, I think if it was just a standalone uh, Spider-Man film of this African American boy, I do I don't think it would have gained that much of praise. But because um, it wasn't only this Spider-Man, there was you could say you could actually say there was this Asian influenced Spider-Man as well. There was this uh, noir. Of a base Spider-Man as well, and there was this female Spider-Man as well, and then you have the. Uh, I think you do have a Latin. Uh, do you have a Latin? Yeah, Miles, Latin Miles Morales is half. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Half Mex Spanish or Mexican, and half. Yeah, yeah. African American. Yeah. So, yeah. So, all because it's so diverse. It's basically these six characters are basically like a representation of our society as a whole you could argue maybe there you can't put in all the races yeah. into it but the biggest representations are there and in that sense i think that's why it's so um highly rated and various you could say ethnic uh, various cultural uh, cultures can actually approach this movie because there is one character within this film where a, a certain person can relate to and I think that was a really important aspect to have this uh, diverse range of characters within the film. For sure. I mean, it's a fine line between having characters from different backgrounds just to tick off your diversity quote offs and make it like a PR stunt and artistfully and tastefully implementing that within your film in the very nature of the story, which is about a lot of different spider people made that possible and made that integration smoother and it was very well executed i think another thing that they also did really well was keeping miles morales's identity unique and he was very likable because often or yeah. what they could have done was just make him like another peter parker clone uh which would have mm -hmm. that's like what's the point you just made him look different and that's it yeah, and um, another thing was um, another interesting thing in this movie was the diversity in itself. Um, how what what I really liked about this specific film was using that theme of you could say that sci-fi sort of theme. I think the whole movie as a whole used every single not you you could say not every single but so many different genres into this movie so there was this aspect of sci-fi you had the, this aspect of um humanism you had this aspect of drama you had this aspect of family comedy uh, romance to a certain extent action and because there were so many different um pieces to the you could, um yeah um uh, genres within this film it was 
for as an audience to actually absorb everything it is actually in a sense tiresome and it's it's sometimes very chaotic as well but because every these genres were only slightly touched upon it created i felt like it created like a whole new uh, genre I, and i think this was a freedom they could actually do through anime uh, by using an animation because I think if this movie wasn't an animation I don't I don't think people would have been able to relate to everything that well because and because it's an animation you're allowed to have I guess um, it was possible for this many characters not only this many characters to come out but also this diversity of characters to come out because you see there's uh the i think the six guy is a pig as well an animal and there's that's the creativity within animations um that that really is their strength yeah i agree i think um it's it's almost like there's a touch and go slightly whimsical approach to briefly brushing these genres in a manner that still doesn't feel like you're being overloaded and that definitely does help in the movie and i think another aspect which made this movie so much interesting and in a sense more engaging to where it's more of the younger people um but uh because it had such a wide range i think the audience range i think adults would also enjoy this movie children would also enjoy this movie teens would enjoy this movie because uh, one thing i felt uh, that this movie was such a success is the trendiness within the movie and how it's not something you could say you would say is out of this world but very relatable um, even at the start of the movie you see how he's just a normal kid actually uh, with despite uh, the superpowers of spider-man but his daily life is basically um, no different to any um, you could say high school uh, student and the integration between that as well as the 21st century you could say ideas um especially in terms of the background music um the music within the movie um and the rhythm it took and even the uh words uh you could say the speech the characters use was very in a sense trendy and very relatable and that's why i think it gained much more success because um, it wasn't something so far off or so um, a bit um, late, you could say, but it was something what which we could relate to now, right now, uh, present day. So yeah, in that sense, I thought the movie in itself was interesting. And one more thing, was one more thing to add was that I really like uh, the song uh, "Sunflower" in this. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in this in this film, so yeah. Uh, the soundtrack overall is excellent yeah, the, soundtrack, the sound yeah. design the score my goodness the the yeah the layering and the way that the entire musical languages are constructed if you pay attention to the notes or the home chord that's played for at the beginning of the of the spider-man theme when we have the original peter parker that um musical phrase is is only played for the original Peter Parker and Peter B. Parker, the established Spider-Man, the the Spider-Man who have their things together and are able to perform. 
and at the beginning yeah. miles's score miles's theme doesn't have that element in it but by the end it's integrated signifying that you know he's got it together and now he's made it which was another yeah. excellent component to the uh, tools that they use to tell their story and i think in terms of spider-man like over the years there have been so many spider-man movies i think after that uh one which with the toby Maguire one uh spider-man spider-man yeah. that after that one i think this one the sunflower one uh gained more pop uh gained the popularity and i think i personally think the sunflower one was better for sure i mean and this yeah. the music is also a portal into miles's world you feel like mm-hmm. yeah. you're, you're looking through his eyes because of the choice of music. I mean, you could, it feels like you could know a guy like Miles in real life. It's a very yeah, down to earth, realistic character. Uh-huh. Yeah. But yeah, moving on to another question. So we have multiple spider people in this film, mm-hmm. but the question then would be who actually is the real Spider-Man in this film? Yeah, I mean, I think everybody, it's down to individuals who actually could relate to which Spider-Man more. Um, some would say um, it's Miles, some would say it's Peter Parker, some would say um, it's uh, the Spider-Man noir uh, guy, some would say it's the Piggy. Um, and some would say it's the anime uh, character, or the, even the fe- uh, yeah, I miss out on one or this female Spider-Man. And I think everybody, um, I think it, that question is very open-ended. But personally, for me, I do think that the real Spider-Man is, I think, what what's uh, the movie was trying to um, message, send a message to was that. The real Spider-Man is actually like us, each individual yeah. one of us having Spider-Man us. within us. Yeah. So in that sense, even the messaging was so well spot on, and it's not something they just said out loud, but you can see as the movie progresses and the journey progresses, you feel that it's not something special to be the Spider-Man. It's actually each and every one of us can actually. As you say, as you said, wear the mask. So in that sense, I felt the messaging was also spot on. Yeah, I, I didn't really pay attention to that, but that is a good point. That maybe that's not even the right question to ask because the whole that, yeah. that might have been the central theme of the movie. That the whole point of having yeah. so many characters and having such diverse characters is to prove the fact that anyone can wear the mask, and it's really like more of a uh, maybe a symbol or a set of of uh, ideals or goals to aspire towards definitely yeah yeah like we we made this uh, i i suggested this question but thinking over it just right now it just came into my mind how yeah maybe it's just up to us audience to decide who the real spider-man is um yeah moving on do you want to talk more about each individual character? Okay, maybe we can just have a like normal discussion of who who's your favorite Spider-Man out of the six. It's it's a tough one 
because yeah, it is. Miles Morales is the most relatable for me as like a teenager yeah. as well, who's also a guy. So in that sense, he's the most relatable. But Peter B. Parker is just so well written, and he just really fits the like the jaded old mentor kind of role. And he has a nice yeah. arc towards the end of the movie as well. So it's a tough split between the two. But if I had to pick, yeah. it would uh, would probably be Miles. Yeah, I, I do think in this movie, um, Miles is basically the main character. Um, and I do think there's a lot of spotlight towards Miles. Um, but then again, you can't ignore the other five. Um, for me personally, yeah, I would also say Miles. Um, I think um, as, as a high school student as well, like him as a teenager, I think every teenager could relate to him more. Um, but one, th one interesting thing was not only that Miles was African-American, but the second uh, character, which actually brought inside, uh, which in a sense surprised me was the female Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah, I, I thought that, yeah, that was a very, very creative way to present diversity once again. And um, the, the, you don't have that much in-depth detail of the female Spider-Man. But I do think the movie from here can actually progress into each individual Spider-Man's presented. So maybe they can have a standalone film of the female Spider-Man, the noir Spider-Man, yeah. uh, the piggy Spider-Man, and then they can actually move on like the franchise, I thought. But yeah, for me, um, the female Spider-Man was like, you could say, a, like a cheating, a cheat character uh, within the movie. Um, to be honest, I can't decide out of the six because every every character had their own, you could say, role to play in the movie. Um, I like Piggy in terms of um, his comedic sense because I think throughout the movie when there was, you could say, a bit of tension, he resolves, the entertainment yeah. Yeah, was resolved by the comedy within itself. And then you have the Japanese anime Spider-Man. I think that, in a sense, um, depicts the roots of animation because in a sense you could argue that um, animations are heavily influenced by From animes anime, yeah. Japanese animes so yeah in that sense um, I thought it was a another smart idea to add uh, Japanese Spider-Man and then you have the noir Spider-Man which is basically another very creative character and I, I, I personally if I if I would say like I would say actually I, I really enjoyed the noir Spider-Man. It was something just out of this world. I think <laughs> you could maybe think about a female Spider-Man or maybe even an anime Spider-Man because you see them a lot. But a noir Spider noir noir based Spider-Man was very the very 1940s. creative. So, yeah, nineteen forties. Yeah. Um, so in that sense, I I, I really enjoyed. That character but if you ask me more relatable yeah I would also agree with you on um, Miles for me you mentioned about Peter B Bar Parker as well for me he, he's his character was in a sense common uh, because we've seen so many spider-man movies from before 
and it was just that generic Spider-Man which we all think of in our uh, minds so in that sense there wasn't much of a surprise you could say but again uh, watching Spider-Man Peter P. B. Parker become the um, become the mentor Spider-Man uh, was a, an interesting aspect as well I do agree with you on that term yeah definitely and I think on that note we can wrap up our episode if you've made it this far thank you for watching and uh tune in next time for more thank you